0: Welcome to my new podcast. This is Jenna with the White Witch Parlor of whitewitchparlor.com. This is a podcast where I talk about bringing magic to the mundane and everything that that means. It could go from manifestation, protection magic, calling things back into alignment with your life, focusing on energy and time on things you might have been putting on the back burner for a little bit too long. It's helping you find that spiritual flow and validation of the alignment that you need for the spiritual journey that you're on. And today I'm going to talk about spiritual growth and parenting and what it means for our journey, why we chose this path. If you are one that believes in a divine soul contract or a soul's plan that is usually planned out before you were born, you will also come to realize that when and if you do have kids, no shame to anyone who chooses not to, but children, help us to heal our own childhood wounds. And many obstacles that our own children face tend to be the ones that we faced when we were children, the ones that we felt like no one hurt us, that no one was there to have our back, no one was there to make us or help us get through that moment in our life. And it was a scar, like a childhood scar that kind of carried into adulthood. So, you know, issues of abandonment or feeling the need to have to do it all because you felt like people weren't there to help you when you needed the help. We often see our own children having these issues in their own life as their adolescents growing up things that they face, the challenges they face, whether they are vocal or whether they are shy. I know that, for example, when I was a child, I was very, very shy. I know it's ironic now because I talk on YouTube. I talk here on this podcast, on my website. I'm constantly posting. And when I was a child, though, I was really shy all the way up until about fifth grade. I started shifting out of it. it. But middle school brought me back into my shyness. And it wasn't about... Uh, sophomore year, I believe is when I finally really started coming out of my shell because I felt confident in my artwork, um, because I was doing a lot of art around the school campus, doing murals and part of the art presidency and just really involved in designing like t-shirts for the school and programs for the prom, um, all that kind of stuff built my confidence up. And I got grants and scholarships for college through it. And that was how I healed some of that shyness in my own uh, recollection of adolescence. But even before that, I specifically remember from you know second grade to about fifth grade, there was a specific librarian who was in my elementary school. And he noticed that I was very shy. And because I was shy, I was always picked last. So in the lunch line, he would have a megaphone and he'd be telling jokes on it, trying to get the kids to line up and laugh and be ready to be next in line. And sometimes he'd say a joke and he'd give the megaphone to kids to say the punchline and he'd whisper it in their ear. In their ear, um, And he would purposely, and at the time I didn't like him for this, But he would purposely have me in the megaphone say the punchline to the joke, which always made me embarrassed. But after putting me in that, and maybe now it's something that people would shun, but at the time it did help me. It helped me break out of that shell more because once I heard my voice through the megaphone, it got me out of that little shy bubble that I had created around myself. And it made me not so scared to speak. And by fifth grade, he would he did it off and on for like fourth and fifth grade. And by fifth grade, I was definitely speaking more and not so afraid to, you know, raise my hand in class and speak up or sit, shout an answer when I knew the answer. So it did heal, heal that aspect of me. Um, I was very quiet. I wouldn't engage. I wanted to be picked first. But, you know, when we would play sports at recess or activities, I was always picked last because I didn't talk. I was just, you know, somewhat of, I was in an odd place because I wasn't quite a leader, but I wasn't a follower and I just wanted to be part of the group, but I wouldn't voice my opinion because I was always afraid of what people would think. Um, And so it's interesting now that my son is the opposite. He is very vocal about his feelings. He is very much a leader and wants to be part of activities and very vocal about picking people and making sure that everyone's included. And all the things that I wanted to be as a child, he is. I find that fascinating. And through my research and studies and readings of parenting and becoming a parent over the past six years and a little bit before that, I have learned that this is a normal thing for more most people. Most people are experiencing this, which is, again, quite fascinating to me. The things that their children are doing are the things that they wish they could have done as a child. Being vocal while I was shy for my son, that's fascinating to me. Uh, for other parents, it might be someone who has the ability to... Ad- obtain all these like natural abilities in sports or music when they themselves never had that ability and they always craved and wish they did. Parenting is something that will help you grow tremendously because it also forces you to see the dark sides and dark aspects of yourself and the things that you need to heal and haven't healed. No matter how much work you think you did Uh, if you had your kids later in life and you thought you did all this amazing spiritual work in your twenties, the moment you have your kids in your thirties, you realize you didn't grow as much as you thought you did. And this is something that it helps to transform us. That is where the generational curses can be ended. People learn to listen to their children when a few decades ago, children were not being listened to. Um, You know, if you look back at historical records and recollections of your grandparents, children were to be seen and not heard. And that was a common thing in the households in the 50s um, and beyond. And before that, uh, you know, we didn't listen to our children. And now we're in an age in a decade where our children's voices are powerful and we listen to them. We know that they speak the truth. They speak their truth. And this is part of not only healing our own individual aspects, but healing things on a grander uh, scale for humanity. Our children's voices have this ability to carry so much weight because they are so innocent and so pure. They tend to not necessarily lie for any reason as they have no need to. They're simply living their best, happiest existence. They don't have the ego yet. That develops later, you know, as the consciousness grows, we obtain our ego. We develop who's bad, who's good. We start to understand knowledge of, you know, when we have friends and there's cliques at school or bullies at school or who's friendly to us? Who's who's mean to us? What kind of resistance do we need to put up? What kind of walls and barriers do we need to put up? We learn all these things as we grow and go, get older. So we have all these powerful moments in our lives of transitioning into, you know, um, from adolescence to being a teenager, to being an adult, to being an, a parent. And it's apparent <laughs> that when you are a parent you have to heal a lot within yourself and a lot of things that you will help your child through are the things that you are also healing your own childhood wounds from so again like not feeling heard my son has been going through some things where he doesn't always feel heard it could be at school in other situations and he has this ability now to speak his truth and i just idolize that with him Because I wish I had done that when I was six, seven, eight, nine years old. I would have had so many more friends. I wouldn't have been shy so long. But at the same time, that was my life path. That was my life journey to grow from, to have that ability to really transcend my own course and my own path. Mine was through art. It was through finding art. And when I started creating art and started putting it out there, not being so shy about displaying my art, that became my voice. And the more and more I did it, the more confident I became out of it. And the more you earn and grow in that confidence, the stronger you become. So when we find that confidence in ourselves, we heal. Um, I like to think of it sometimes as like a movie, like a cartoon, or even a Disney movie, where when we un- when we heal this part of ourselves, we somehow unlock this next level, and we allow ourselves to essentially level up to a higher vibration, something that we needed to go through to heal from, so we can move forward, and from these moments that trigger us perhaps. and, And you'll notice that if you are a parent or ever become a parent, or even if you're just around children, aunts, you're an aunt or an uncle, or you're a teacher of some sort, you will notice that there's things that children do that trigger us. But if we approach it right and correct, and we approach it with a mindset to kind of step back and look at what is this darkness bringing to the table that I can grow from, we can level up and really expand our consciousness to something higher and really strive for that higher vibrational path in our life. It heals us. And so like these movies, like these Disney movies, you know, of a fairy godmother waving a wand and unlocking fairy dust around the person, that's how I envision it. It's when we get this trigger and we're able to not react the same as we did in the past and we're able to react with a more level-headed, compassionate heart, we are able to unlock and kind of wrap ourselves in that whimsical fairy dust and level up to that next high vibrational moment in our life. So that trigger no longer can trigger us. And the more we do that, the faster we grow, the faster we become better as our own person, better as a, a partner, better as a parent, and better to society and community and to humanity because we've now healed those generational curses, those traumatic uh, childhood wounds or maybe wounds that you weren't even aware that you had. This is kind of falling in the brackets of shadow work and the importance of really digging into who we are in the depths of our, our own darkness and moving forward to heal them. And finding that light out of the darkness, finding that glow that comes from when you rise from the ashes. And so this this healing aspect that comes from being a parent is so transformative if you approach it the correct way. It's easy. It's so easy to slip into the, I'm too tired. I can't do this today. Um, being a parent's not easy. Some days it's very, very hard, and and but every day it's rewarding. But if you approach it the right way, even the hard days will be the best days because you will realize how much you can grow from those days, and how much you can transform and unlock these potentials to level up. You don't necessarily have to be a parent, although there is something that happens to you when you do become a, a parent, but. Just being around children and their innocence is such a beautiful, majestic learning opportunity. The things that they teach, the things that they show to without the ego attached. It's so beautiful. They they draw what they feel. They don't worry about what people will think. It's those moments that you realize... That's where we need to be. Even as an adult, we need to just be. We need to not think about all the other things. We need to just enjoy that present moment, which is what kids do. When you see them on a playground, they're just having fun. They are not worried about all the other things going on in life. They're not worried about what to make for dinner or you know, what bills have to be paid or who they have to return a phone call to. They are just in that present moment when they're crying. They're in that moment. They're sad. They're feeling all the emotions and they're learning how to process those emotions. And that's where we step in and we can help as parents. You you know, we listen to them. We make sure they're heard. And that's this beautiful back and forth energy between a parent and a child, and the healing that occurs within the adults, and the help that it gives to the child's growth, it's so powerful, it's so transformative, and there are so many spiritual lessons in being a parent that many of us tend to overlook, even with the traumatic stuff, even with uh, custody cases, and children being injured. Uh children who are born with a developmental issue or a handicap and the parents that have to grow from that experience, it's hard. It's dark, to, a dark place to be in for many people when they have to go through these. Some children who are born, you know, seemingly fine and then develop something later on in life makes it so hard for the parents, but the parents also grow. They're there in the quote unquote, battlefield with that child going through it, going through the motions with them. And that parent is growing. I saw some spiritual quote, a while back, and it said that children are the most powerful tools for our spiritual growth. And I it's something along the lines like that. And I, I read that and I kind of double took and I read it again. And I said, wow, that that is so true. Um, When you become a a parent, you do definitely you grow so differently. Who I was a decade ago is so different from who I was now. And yes, we grow and we change. But when a child comes into your life, even if you're an adoptive parent, or you have to take in a niece or nephew, or a grandchild, because of the death of a loved one, it changes your whole life path or seemingly it changes all the circumstances that were going on in your life and your focuses become on that child and helping them grow and in doing so you help heal so many aspects of yourself and that is just a powerful thing and I know I could talk on and on about this and I know I'm kind of repeating myself but it is this fascinating thing because the the lessons that children teach us Sometimes when children with disabilities are born to parents, the parents adapt their life tremendously. They have to shift from maybe who they were once as a party animal to someone who's now kind of housebound, taking care of this child, making sure they grow. But in doing so, they are so laser-focused on these key points in developmental growth for their child and sometimes just their child having the ability to properly remember dates or numbers is such a huge victory and win. And they find themselves focusing on these small positive moments that has shifted their course of their life so greatly and profoundly that they have start to realize that maybe in the past they were not living. With abundance, they were not living with gratitude in their heart for these tiny moments. Maybe they were gifted too many things too easily in life, and they didn't realize how important these tiny moments were. Are you someone who believes in a divine soul contract or a soul plan? Someone who really feels like you have pre-written out this life journey, kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, For your life to see what you can experience to see how hard you can make it on yourself or how easy things can be to see how you would handle a difficult situation or a difficult situation that can help you grow so you can not only better your own life, but better multiple generations in the future. Parenting is definitely a huge journey for soul growth it shifts your thinking and you realize you cannot focus only on your needs it becomes very much about the children's needs first and then your own and then you have to find that balance and try not to lose yourself in the process it definitely makes life far more interesting far more entertaining and fun and full of adventure. It makes the smallest tasks such as maybe going to the grocery store so much more difficult because you have to plan that out. You can't just hop in the car, go come home and be done. It's a process. And any parent would know that it's a process to get the smallest task done. And you start to really have gratitude for those silent, quiet moments alone where you can take 10 minutes in your room alone uninterrupted. Things that you used to take for granted, you no longer take for granted. And so that is the power of children healing their parents through simply existing in their most magical, wonderful form in all their perfection that they are. No matter how they appear in this physical life, they are perfect. And it's so lovely to be able today to say I am a mother and I am so grateful and proud of my child each and every day and the things that he learns and the things that he teaches me are just so beautiful and I always hold so much gratitude in my heart for that little boy. He is so perfect to me even when he's you know a little upset or angry or throwing a tantrum I am still proud of him because he's speaking his truth and he's using his voice and he's not afraid to say how he feels and he knows he can express his emotions and talk to me. And those are things that growing up, I always wanted to have that very easy flow of communication to my parents. I love my parents dearly, but it was a different era as well. And so if you go even further back, to our grandparents' era and before, I don't think when you talk to people and when you look at records, I just don't think kids were able to talk to their parents much about their feelings or emotions. It was kind of a sack it up and get back out there, you know, um, which is really so transformative when you look at just the course of maybe two or three generations and how quickly we as a collective can shift the the course of humanity for the better. And the more we listen to our children and the more we grow with them and help them grow and learn from them and learn with them, the faster we can evolve for a better consciousness, a higher consciousness and a higher vibrational consciousness on the planet and not just in our own homes. But that is the power of spiritual growth and parenting and it was something i just wanted to get off my chest and talk about because parenting is such a different thing that you will ever experience it was it's just such a a very transformative thing that you will experience in your life whether you have children or not whether you're just around children like i said it's something that's definitely beautiful and challenging and abundant and just it's all the things wrapped into one and so I hope you enjoyed this podcast I wish you all the love I wish you all the happiness this week and and under this full moon in January I pray that you find that peace in your heart to do great things this week to come have a beautiful and blessed day thanks for listening see you on the next one bye